Hi, this is Brother Austin McCormick, and you're listening to the 10th episode of the Context is Key podcast. Today, I'm speaking to you from my office in Dixon, Missouri, and I'm excited to get the opportunity to introduce to you a new style of podcast that we're going to be uh, looking at in the future, as I've previously hinted at in other episodes. Today is the introduction of the Contemporary Context episode, whereby we will examining, uh, be examining current events that are happening in our culture And right now, we know without a shadow of a doubt that one of the biggest things that's happening in our culture right now and one of the biggest issues of controversy is the issue of abortion. Uh, As Christians, we know that we are to preach the word, but the pulpit is not always the best place to go into details about current events, especially in light of some of the things that are happening within the social justice movement in the evangelical realm. Talking about abortion is important, though, because it gives Christians a voice and an opportunity to speak from the perspective of a biblical worldview. Christians are not called to be silent or quiet about things pertaining godliness or ungodliness. Christians have a voice. That doesn't mean that we are to use our voice disrespectfully or contrary to the way that God established for that voice to be used. But nevertheless, we should speak about controversial Uh, topics from a biblical worldview. Although we will be a little bit more apologetic regarding the biblical worldview of abortion in the future, today I plan on introducing to our listeners some of the legal precedents that have allowed for the modern infanticide catastrophe in our country. Uh, There is much that can be said and much that can be brought up concerning certain uh, legal cases, But for the purposes of today, I have limited those legal cases down to four legal cases. We're going to be looking at Griswold versus Connecticut, Roe versus Wade, Doe versus Bolton, and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. I also would like to say very quickly that uh, as an undergraduate student at Spurgeon College through Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, I've been benefited greatly by taking an Introduction to Ethics course And the teacher of that course was Dr. Alan Branch. Alan Branch serves as an ethicist for Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, and I will be drawing greatly from some of his material, uh, specifically class notes that I had with him, Abortion in the United States, A Brief Legal Case by Dr. Alan Branch. With that said, let's get into some of the cases that I said that we are going to be discussing. The first one that I mentioned was Griswold versus Connecticut. This was a case that happened in 19... 65. It was argued on March 29th of 1965 and later decided on June 7th of 1965. The key issue within this uh, case was contraception and the right to privacy. The court declared a constitution, uh, constitutional right to privacy within this case. Uh, to reiterate what was started at the beginning of the section, the phrase right to privacy does not occur in the United States state's constitution. This is the first case in which the court affirmed a constitutional right to privacy. Uh, why does this matter? This, this case was mostly based upon uh, contraceptions, and it wasn't particularly about abortion. But this case was very important before Roe versus Wade because uh, Griswold is significant for the question of abortion because the right of privacy was the underlying principle in Roe versus Wade. Uh, Thus, Griswold would become the legal precedent for Roe, 
But remember, Griswold was not about abortion, as I just said. The case addressed contraception. So because this issue was so controversial and because of the way that the court ruled in this case, the precedent was set that people have a constitutional right to privacy. Well, why is that important? Within the Roe versus Wade case, we obviously know that that was one of the major arguments. So the next one that we're going to be looking at is Roe versus Wade. Obviously, this is the most well-known case whenever it comes to abortion. Many people come back to this case. In Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court legalized abortion in all 50 states in the United States, but allowed individual states to forbid abortion in the third trimester of pregnancy, except in cases where the mother's health was in danger. Roe versus Wade was argued on December 13th of 1971. It was re-argued on October 11th of 1972 and was ultimately decided on January 22nd of 1973. The key issue, as I mentioned, was abortion on demand. Prior to Roe versus Wade, each state determined for itself to what degree abortion was legal or illegal, and abortion was illegal in most states. Roe mandated every state to make abortion legal. So as I mentioned, Roe versus Wade is one of the most well-known court cases of all time, but many people forget about Doe versus Bolton, which was decided on the same day as Roe versus Wade. Uh, it was argued on this case, the third case that we're going to be looking at is Roe or Doe, excuse me, versus Bolton. Doe versus Bolton. It was argued on December 13th, 1971. It was re-argued on October 11th of 1972, and it was decided on January 22nd of 1973. So the key issue for this one was mother's health defined in the broadest possible context. Doe versus Bolton was a decision delivered on the same day as Roe and is the companion case to Roe. It is almost inseparable considering the consequences that uh, abortion has now uh, had in our country. The court asserted a most or a more expansive view of mother's health with this case, taking it in the broadest possible medical context. The court stated, quote, medical judgment may be exercised in light of all factors, physical, emotional, psychological, familial, and the woman's age relevant to the well-being of the patient. Since there is no pregnancy that does not have some consequences for a woman's emotions or family situation, this means abortion on demand even to the last day of pregnancy. So why is Doe versus Bolton so important? Doe versus Bolton made mother's health uh, a definition that is so vague that anything can be defined as a, a mother's health. So to recap, Roe, or Roe versus Wade made abortion legal in the first two trimesters, and only in the third trimester was someone to uh, someone could only abort a baby if it caused uh, extreme trauma to a mother's health. And then Doe versus Bolton, which was decided in the same day, defined mother's health as pretty much anything you want it to mean. Well, the last case that we're going to be looking at today is Planned Parenthood versus Casey. Planned Parenthood versus Casey. This case was argued on um, April 4th of 1992, 
and was decided on June 29th of 1992. The key issue in this case is that Roe is sustained. The legal basis of abortion and limitations on access to abortions is sustained. Planned Parenthood versus Casey is one of the most important cases in the history of American jurisprudence. This ruling came after 12 years of Reagan slash Bush appointees and pro-life groups hoping that Roe would be overturned. This was a very close case. Uh, by a 5-4 to four decision, the court sustained the core holding of Roe. Women have a right to obtain an abortion for the sake of convenience. The court reaffirmed the core holding of Roe that women have the ultimate right to choose an abortion. Uh, in Casey, the court stated, quote, Constitutional protection of the woman's decision to terminate her pregnancy derives from the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment. Pro-life activists have argued consistently that Roe must be overturned. Though Roe opened the floodgates for abortion on demand, in reality, the legal foundation for current abortion rights in the United States is Casey. So, Casey uh, upheld the case that had already been argued previously. Roe is sustained in Planned Parenthood versus Casey. As I've already mentioned today, we have four cases that we've looked at. Griswold versus Connecticut. This set the precedent to the right of privacy, which was very much argued in the case of Roe versus Wade, which was our second case today, which made abortion on demand legal up to the second trimester. And then Doe versus Bolton uh, made the definition of the third trimester's mother health very vague. And then the fourth case that we looked at today was Planned Parenthood versus Casey, whereby the, the decision made in Roe versus Wade was ultimately sustained. Well, today, uh, I just my goal was to give a brief outline of some of the major precedents that have uh, uh, some of the major precedents and cases uh, whereby abortion has been made uh, very relevant and infanticide is happening rapidly in the United States. In some of the upcoming episodes, we're going to be talking about abortion from the biblical worldview. But for the purposes of today, we are just examining the history of abortion in the United States of America. I hope you've enjoyed the first ever Contemporary Context episode and be looking forward to more episodes in the future. You've been listening to the Context is Key podcast. For more information regarding the Context is Key podcast, feel free to follow me on Twitter at BroAustin7. Also, keep up with my Facebook page for more podcast updates. Once again, you've been listening to the Context is Key podcast. Don't forget, context is key.